Hey everybody, welcome back to another exciting edition of Omni Bros Live on a Thursday night. We started a little bit late because we were having too much fun talking about geeky stuff off air. And I know you guys are going to be upset because we didn't talk about it on air, but that doesn't matter. We got other topics that we're going to talk about tonight. It's your boy Geo here, still petitioning for that freaking Inhumans omnibus. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I guess I got to continue for the uh, for the theme of the shows and whatever. I don't know. Geo here, joined by Willie Dustus once again. My brother, how are you? I was just say we should do we should do some Pokemon card show <laughs> and like just just talk cards and 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 stuff and like maybe we can open some packs. With we, each can other. Do, uh, we can do a new channel and call it Omni Bro. No, TCG Bros. Oh, speaking of TCGs, it's not all just Pokemon here. Uh, I ordered a booster box of the One Piece TCG. Oh, they released that through Bandai, the Bandai uh, website. I got. Okay, so I went to Target and I found the first. Oh, of... I didn't know retail was of the uh... Yeah, there are four four decks, and it's cool. Look, it looks like a volume of manga. Like, oh, like, that's oh, sweet. Look at that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have it on the shelf with the other decks mm -hmm. as well. Um, ah, crap. Nope. But that's the uh, starter deck one. That's awesome. There are four starter decks with different themes. This one is the Straw Hat Crew, and I also got a booster box off of eBay. And the booster box, I think, just shipped today. So it should be here sometime next week. And I'm very excited to open it up and stuff. So maybe if it comes in, uh, well, Thursday is going to be a, a three-person show. So I don't want to take up that space to un, uh, to open up cards. But I mean, we, we could, but yeah. Uh, I don't want to bore Colleen with <laughs> one piece cards. Um <laughs> But check that out. We got yo. Nice that, oh, that's pretty sweet. Hold on, let me highlight you again. So let me get uh, a couple of the cards out. So you got. Oh, that's super cool. And how to play? I you, I couldn't tell you. I could not. <laughs> I have not looked over anything. I don't have anyone to play with anyway. I was just gonna ask if it's like a, like a regular battle game or a deck builder. What type of format is it using? I don't know. But uh, I, I like deck builders, but um, I'm not very good at the battling stuff. I've got the rules here. I just need to read them. Cool. So I'll, I'll see about that. We'll see about you know what I get in that box and stuff. Um, I just like the art. Yeah, that just... looks fantastic. Is that from specific manga illustrations, or does it have original artwork for the? cards uh i believe that the art is from the manga i don't know that they have because like that yeah. i don't think that that's yeah, original that looks, that looks pretty sweet or what about the the back from, of the card that's from the anime the back of the cards are different depending on what card type of card mm. is, which is interesting to me again i don't know how to play it but that's interesting to me because it feels like that's going to give away you know yeah. you know what type of card you're drawing so. Super lab hard. Thank you for joining, buddy. Thank you. Super happy for you, Willie. That Thank comment you. threw me off. I'm like, who's Willie? And then I remembered, oh, Willie Dustin. I'm, I'm still Willie. <laughs> so anyway, well, yeah. 
<clears throat> thank you to the chat. You guys are super lively, super lavhard. Thank you for joining. A bunch of comments here. That's great. I, I finally remembered to share the the link on my Twitter, so maybe we have some new people coming in. That's great. I I'm not on Twitter right now, but let me uh, hype that up, or however kids say it. I don't know. Um, James, are you watching the Game Awards? I don't watch those. I don't like them. But uh, they just announced a new bayonetta bayonet. Yeah, I can't talk. The new bayonetta game, Origins. Zareza and the Lost Demon coming March 17th. I still need to finish the other, the first two games and buy the third one. So I'm super behind. So I, I don't know if I'm going to get to that. Also, they announced a Hellboy game, I guess. They did? Yeah. Oh. Which Those makes sense are... because uh, Embracer is Dark Horse. Uh, yeah, and, and they were. THQ Nordic, I think. So it, I, I don't know who's making the, the game, but it makes sense that we would see more Dark Horse related uh, related uh, game content. So like Hellboy, BPRD, maybe the Goon, Usagi Ojimbo, like stuff that has returned to Dark Horse. Yeah. Uh, oh, snap. I'm looking at the trailer and it looks really cool. They captured the... Uh... The artwork from the comics. Damn. Okay, I'm going to have to check that out. Uh, Tasty Melon, today is pretend to be a time traveler day. Well, we are time travelers because we're talking about stuff that's coming in the future. But we're, we're all, in the past. I we're don't all know. traveling through time. Exactly. At the normal rate. So I don't have to pretend. I am a time traveler. Hell yeah. Hellboy Web of uh, word. Uh, word. word, yeah, Word is developed is developed by Upstream Arcade. Okay. Speaking of games, you guys got to check out our sponsor because they ain't playing around with the awesome deals. That's of course InStockTrades.com, your home for all things collected editions. Where's the little ticker? Here's a little ticker. Get your omnibus, straight paper bags, hardcovers, manga, and so much more up to 50% off. Loyalty discounts tack on an extra 2% to that if you order on a week-by-week -week basis. And if you make an order of 50 bucks or more, you get free shipping. Fantastic customer service. Wonderful packaging. That's InStockTrades.com, the official sponsor of Omnibros Live here on the Omnibus Collectors Network. And I just want to point this out because we didn't do a normal Monday show. Mm-hmm. That was the Eric Larson interview that Gabe handled uh, with Lou. Uh, so we never went over the deals of the week and all that stuff. And it's pretty cool to see that Savage Dragon there, 50% off. We pulled it off. That's super awesome that IST was uh, willing to do that uh, for us. And it's great. You, should got, you guys should buy that. Uh, a classic 90s action pack comic in hardcover for the first time. And you guys got to grab it half off. For a week, I, I ordered. I haven't gotten it yet, but I, I ordered it, and that'll be my first time reading some Savage Dragon. But I know that I enjoy Larson, so yeah. I, I remember I read the controversial stuff with the with the weird sex scenes, and oh. I know that's totally different from the earlier stuff. <clears throat> you remember that uh, when uh, even the cover was censored because it was 
super pornographic? Kind of. It wasn't that long ago, was it? Like, like uh, I want to say like three or four years, or like three years ago, I think. Yeah. And that absolute multiversity, that is... That's one of my favorite uh, Morrison books, actually. I yeah, love that's the best like, events at DC, yeah. but it's like a non-event because it really just kind of like sets the framework mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. the DC universe by introducing like every issue is another uh, is another universe in the multiverse. And one of the best things is like Morrison establishes the map of the multiverse here. Which I don't know if the map of the multiverse still really matters at this point because, like, they went to the whole omniverse thing at this point. But yeah, it was really freaking cool then. And Morrison was the first one to, to really like nail it down as mm -hmm. much as, as they did. Because yeah. before that, it was just kind of like, oh, Earth, whatever. Earth <laughs> five is this, Earth B is this. I really like the guidebook portion. Where they yeah. go over all the Earths and you see what they're about and the characters. I love that stuff. So, yeah, Immortal Hulk, Invincible Iron Man, Ma Marvel Masterworks, and Monstrous Volume 2. This is a very, very manga-inspired comic that I highly recommend. I really like Monstrous uh, by Marjorie Liu and Sana Takeda. So, yeah, 50% off books all around. Uh, you got to check out InStockTrades.com. Okay, so for, oh, look at that, pre-ordered and my first time with Savage Dragon as well. That's awesome. Thank you so much for uh, doing that. Appreciate it, Midlife Reader. Uh, so for tonight, uh, pretty low week in terms of news, but I scoured the websites and I pulled uh, some interesting uh, news topics that we can talk about, including some solicits and random manga news. And of course, we got the top 20 graphic novels that we like to make fun of because the list is super um, heavy on the manga side of things compared to uh, comics. Uh, let's see over here. What do you want to do first? You got solicits, you got news, you got top 20. Uh, let's do some solicits. All right. Just a few books, yeah. Yeah, I got like five of them. So uh, let me share my screen again uh, from the folks at Seven Seas. And I literally saw this uh, an hour ago. Cool. Uh, Gap Papa, <laughs> Daddy at Work and at Home, Volume 1, Story and Art by Uta Kata. Gap Papa. This is... Um, this charming full color story about a devoted family, uh, family man, sorry, began as a webcomic. His colleagues at work see him as handsome, cool, and distant, but the moment he's back home, this frosty looking salary man shows his true colors as a doting father and husband, playing silly games with his young daughter, showering kisses on his beloved wife. Talk about a gap between his appearance and personality. These sweet stories about a wholesome family are sure to warm your heart. And this comes out uh, on Valentine's Day next year, February 14th, for 16 bucks, And a bunch of links that nobody cares for. But here it is. Gap, Papa, Daddy at Work, and at Home. And then they also announced... Is he a father or is he a daddy? 
I honestly, I thought the description, reading it here for the first time, I thought it was going to go elsewhere and like, like he's a hitman or, or he's <laughs> a bad guy and like he has he's a daddy at work and a killer in, or, or something like that. I don't know, killer on the streets. Uh, but <laughs> daddy in the sheets, killer on the streets. Yeah, but it's cool. I dig it. I, I can go for some wholesomeness. That's fun. Uh, Hayden, what up, you beautiful people? What up yourself? Thank you so much for joining. Uh, the other one is Barbarities by Suta Suzuki. It's a pretty interesting uh, cover right here. Uh, right here, very uh, European inspired. A beautiful a BL romance inspired. Oh, I got it. Renaissance Europe. A dashing uh, Viscount tries to woo a serious uh, nobleman. Uh, Montague's life is threatened, and Viscount Adam Caning, Caning, Canning, is assigned to be his bodyguard. Adam is a blonde, dashing nobleman who is able to woo anyone who catches his eye. When he sees Lord Montague's nephew Joel, Adam is immediately smitten. But Joel is too busy rooting out crime and corruption to fall for Adam's Adam's charms. Of course, that just makes Adam want him even more. Can Joel stay focused, or will he fall for the devilishly handsome Viscount? Uh, this comes out pretty soon, actually, next month, seventeenth of January, for fifteen bucks. I like that it sounds super serious, but I don't think it's super serious at all. I think it's just a, a Renaissance-inspired <laughs> uh, romance. Now, are these uh, digital or are these physical? Physical editions. And you can get at all these websites right here. They should put inside trades over here, but they don't. The disrespect. Come on, Seven Seas. <laughs> uh, digital editions. Nobody cares about that. Although, I am going to mention some digital titles, which people are going to be upset about. Um, let's see. How do I... Stop sharing. Kodansha announced two titles, and I want to ask you, do you think they will do well enough that we might see them physical one day? They come out this month. The first one, <clears throat> excuse me, the first one here is The Shape-Shifting Witch's Kiss by Maho Funeno. Sounds like a made-up name. I'm sorry, Maho. Uh, Toru has a superpower. He manages to be invisible without any magic at all. In fact, the only one who truly sees him is his childhood friend, Sumugi. Sumugi. Uh, leading Toru to have the crush to end all crushes on her. But when Toru's ability leads him to accidentally discover a witch and strip her of her powers, he thinks he's screwed until she offers to help him hook up with Sumugi. Ah, I can't say the name. Sumugi. But this witch's powers are revived only with a kiss. One thing's for sure, Toru won't be invisible for long. So this looks super fan service heavy. Uh, I don't know anything about it. Hopefully it's funny and people like it. But it, it came out already, December 6th. came out this week. And, oh, it has a free chapter preview. We, we can look at that. And the other one is Beast Number 6 by Kohei Nagashi or Nagashi. Is, 
confuses me when a title has a number in it. Like I that. thought, am I looking at the sixth volume of Beast? Exactly. What's happening? Like, uh, there's, I mean, Kaiju number eight is a good example. There's a, a shoujo title, was it Musashi number nine? Yes. Because I, I was picking stuff up um, uh, several months ago. Like, I there was a shop that had a bunch of, like, old shoujo. And uh, I, like, sent pictures to, like, Colleen to see if they or anyone else needed any of it. And they're like, uh, you know, here's a list of stuff that I, you know, would look for. And they said, like, Musashi number nine. And I thought they meant specifically the ninth volume of a series called Musashi. <laughs> but when I looked, at this, I was like, oh, this is a whole ass series called Musashi number nine. <laughs> Beast number six, uh, volume one. Uh, it says here, <clears throat> 15 years ago indiscriminate supernatural attacks rocked Japan, prompting the government to create the TRR, or the Tactical uh, Raveling Raveling Unit in the 1st Counter Psychotrauma Division of the Special Measures Agency, or TRIM for short. Uh, that's, that's a very weird acronym. It's, it's TR, skip the U. Then use a one for first. Skip for first. the counter psychodrama division of the special measures and skip agency. Yeah, that is the a stretch. So it technically, it should have been. Let's see, true. It's a mess. Their purpose to deal with the monstrous manifestations called the unraveled, and they're good too. So when Trim agent um, Nika Ago is shipped to a far-off backwater, she knows her poor performance is to blame. But what she doesn't expect is to find a hotbed of unraveled activity and a boy with a secret who just might be her way back into Trim's good graces. Uh, I think out of the two, maybe Beast number six could have a shot at being a physical version one day. I don't know. I worry that other people get confused like we were talking about and thinking that that's the sixth volume of something yes and then they're like oh that has a neat looking cover but where's me one through five don't uh don't uh claim us we're gonna show off uh, i i have no idea what we're gonna show i hope there's nothing too graphic or sexual i just want to highlight the art because i think it looks pretty interesting I have no idea what's happening here. I like that page, that two-page spread. That's pretty cool. Okay. Random panels here. You guys get a feel for the art. I think it looks pretty, pretty standard, pretty cool. Serviceable. Look at that guy. Trim is brought to you by Manscaped or something like that, yeah. Uh, oh, coming in through the window. Any action scenes? I gotta. Okay. There we go. They're fighting a weird wolf. A wolf, or it's a nuki, or something. Okay. And just for the heck of it, let me show off some of the art for. Uh, now this, I got to be careful. Uh, I was going to say, that one's a 16 plus, which means it's probably going to have some boobies. Uh, wait a minute. Let me 
Let me check. <laughs> check it real quick. Make yeah. sure you don't get in trouble. Oh my. <laughs> they got the boobies in the 16 ones, man. <laughs> I forgot for a minute. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Um, the cover itself was already like screaming fan service. Okay, I can show off like five pages. <laughs> let me let me try again. Because there's a cat, and I like cats. I like dogs. I like them all. I like all animals. They're cute. So look at that. Oh, there we go. There's that character right there. I found... He found an empty desk. Okay, okay. That's the type of art you can expect. I don't know. I think... Fan servicey stuff, unfortunately, I think it's a no-brainer to put that out and will sell with a certain demographic. So that's that from uh, Kodansha, but we also have... I'm all over the place tonight, and I'm going to share Anime News Network, and they have a billion ads, so sorry about that. Um... I don't know if you saw this, but Ablaze is going to release uh, Centaurs manga in English, and it comes out uh, next July. I did so not. This is... Uh, I, I've, I've read people that like it, but it sounds kooky enough that I wanted to bring it up. An epic fantasy adventure set in an alternate medieval Japan where humans coexist with the mythical half-man, half-horse beast known as the Centaurs, or Jinba, a wild and proud samurai Jinba from the mountains named Matsukaze, uh, known as the red-headed rock tiger, is caught while protecting his son. He is traded to a feudal lord and taken to his land. There he meets uh, another centaur named Kohibari, whose village was burned down as a child. He is a tame centaur who had his arms amputated when he was captured and has given up hope of escaping his human captors. If they can get over their differences and work together, they just might be able to return to the wilds as free centaurs. I, It's wacky enough that I kind of want to read it. Sounds cool. I'll check it out. Ablaze has put out some decent stuff um recently but i i was trying to look it up to see information about it and all i got i just looked up centaur's manga and it just a centaur's <laughs> life is the only thing that comes up let me look up rio sumiyoshi that probably he, or that person i don't know the gender uh rio it, did um the torsos manga that we talked about last week torsos what, the our torsos align human monster life. oh yeah yeah i i Mine should be coming in soon. I read the... Who was it? Uh, a website posted a free preview, uh, like a chapter or two, and I read it, and it's, it, it's interesting. I want to check it out. I, I haven't ordered it yet, but I want to check it out. Art looks really good, too. Okay, so Ryo has... Okay, so the Japanese name for it is Jinba. Uh, oh, okay. They also have uh, the series... Uh, Mad K, which is a BL. Mm, that's that with I, a monster thing, right? Or a demon or something? Uh, I believe so. It's published by Sublime. Um, Tekai no Senshi. 
Seven Seas is releasing. Uh, wow. So his work is published by uh, different companies because Seven Seas is putting out Our Torso's a line. Yeah. And Kodansha is releasing Ashidaka the Iron Hero. Yeah, just found that since January of 2020, and I, I've never seen that series. It's only four volumes long, though. Hmm. Maybe they should have done like an omnibus. Because this, this has volume one. So I don't know if, in, if it's interesting enough for people to buy Centaurs. Four volumes. Excuse me. I don't know. Sounds wacky enough. I'm, op I'm open to reading anything. Just as long as it's not, if it's too creepy or like too sexual, maybe I'll back out. But like, I'm re I'm willing to read anything. Ashidaka the Iron was Ashidaka only digital. Tekai no Senshi Ashidaka. I think it's only digital because it's not on. Uh... Sumiyoshi was previously credited for animal designs for the first two seasons of Golden Kamui. Cool. And Sumiyoshi is the pen name of Ryo Suzuri uh, from Mad K. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right. And the other thing, this is pretty wild. I don't know if you heard about this. Um, you remember uh, You're Under Arrest? Yeah. Taiho Shichouzo GP. The um, the official Twitter account revealed on Tuesday that uh, Kosuke Fujishima's is drawing a special one-shot chapter for his You're Under Arrest manga, which will appear in the magazine's uh, issue February 2023 issue on December 23rd. The first new chapter in the three decades since the manga ended in 1992. That's a long-ass time. I wonder... Um... If they'll reprint because that was released by Dark Horse, like that was an early Dark Horse manga, and it, I don't think it's cheap right now to get because I looked at it recently. Yeah, because that led me to a topic for tonight. Uh, like, what are or what do you think are some of the um, how do I phrase this <laughs> most desired uh, reprints? that you hope will get announced uh in 2023 um just in case anyone hasn't heard dark horse did uh did mention that they are reprinting those last two omnis for lone wolf and cub um because those were like just not a thing i guess yeah. um I think for me, most of what I want to see reprinted is stuff that has been discontinued and I want to see it uh, reprinted, excuse me, and uh, continued. So like stuff like Initial D, Back, um, those types of series. Uh, I'm sure like if someone said something, a series, they and put something out there, I'd be like, oh yeah, that one too, that'd be good. But a lot of times I just don't, I don't realize that certain things are out of print. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I know, I know Trigun is out of print and I think that that would be a really great one to see put back into print by Dark Horse because the new anime is coming out and uh -huh. all that stuff. here's my answer. 
because we are getting a brand new adaptation of open the next link here and it's all in Japanese. Hold on. Let me translate it. Studio 4C hey. is doing a Phoenix anime film. Yeah, there you go. So I saw this and I got super excited and I hope I can't play it. It's going to air on Disney Plus next year. Okay. Which is super weird on Disney Plus, but they just did a whole thing with Kodansha. So they're going to start bumping out anime on the platform. Uh, they're putting out the Phoenix movie, Eden 17. So I think it's sort of a reimagining of uh, Phoenix. And uh, I want those freaking books. I, I need them in my life. <laughs> I, I think, uh, yeah, that, I forgot about that. That's definitely one that I'd like to see reprinted. Um, and I wonder, like, I don't think that Viz still holds the license. And I, I said think, so no one, like, I don't want anyone going and saying, like, well, you said that. <laughs> I don't think that they still hold the license for it. Um, I feel like because most stuff from Tezuka at this point is coming from Kodansha slash Vertical, and yeah. the only stuff that doesn't come from Kodansha slash Vertical comes from digital manga publishing. But digital manga publishing tends to do a lot of his lesser known stuff um, for the most part. That's not necessarily true, but they do a lot of the lesser known, just like single volume works or like omnibus collection type of things uh, that are just one single volume. Whereas Kodansha often puts out the more well-known stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I, I'm wondering if Viz no longer has the license and Kadansha is the one that's working with stuff like this, if maybe Phoenix could come over to Kadansha and we could get a new uh, printing of it that maybe is a little nicer because those were like standard size volumes. And I think now people would like to see it in a larger trim, people being me. Um, and before anyone asks, just in case, no comment on Blackjack. I, I have no idea like why they can only put out the first three volumes. Uh, speaking of uh, large trim editions, I want the Spanish editions, and I can't find them anywhere. I, I, I can read Spanish, so you would think, oh, you just get, you just get that and, and be done with it, but I can't find that either. Um, here, if, if the chat doesn't know, here's, the, uh, here's a look at the Spanish editions. I pulled this off from Reddit. Uh, these are pretty pretty big. Um, let me see if I can find another shot where they compare. Oh, I got the spines. I got everything. All right. The the French ones I think are nice as well. Yeah. Here's how big they are next to. Uh, whoa. Sorry. Next to Assassination Classroom, but this is a European copy as well. But still, they're pretty big and uh, hardcover. And let's take a look at the spine. Although I feel like these books will get dirty on your shelf, just that, yeah, because they're so white. Nothing on here except uh, the numbering. I I think those are, are really nice books, but they also are kind of plain to the point that they they almost look like a custom bind. 
I, I feel like that would be a good base to like use and expand on that, like give it a little bit more on the, the spine and that would be great. Mm-hmm. And maybe like you said, it's a little bit light. So it, it appears that it might get dirty and just the, the, the spine itself uh, on the top and bottom looked like it was curled a little bit. So it, it might've uh, it might be thinner on the top and bottom. So like, uh looks like someone someone marked it with a pen (laughs) (laughs) i think i i only saw one of these editions like volume four or something and it was going for a lot of money on ebay but i didn't bid on it or buy it or whatever here's a back i think they could they could use this and like push it further make it better yeah that's all the different uh, all the different uh, back covers right here. Highlight that real quick. I don't read a lot of Tezuka. It's not my favorite, but I love what I've seen and read of Phoenix. So I really want these books. Yep, not that. There we go. Uh, so that would be my pick. Uh, Midlife Reader says Old Boy. Oh, you got the Blu-ray? Hold on. Let me... Uh, Highlight you there. Yeah, I have the the old Blu-ray. I've been meaning to get that. Old boy, Battle Royale. I hope they come come out with um. What are the two volumes that are missing from that that are out of print? Four and five. Yeah, like everyone has, myself included, with everyone. It's like one through three, and then just missing four and five. And every once in a while. I'll see someone who's like, oh my God, I found the two books, four and five, sitting at a store. Damn, damn, man. Super lucky. Uh... (laughs) I I like this uh, humor. Thank you, Tasty Mullen. Gio, what current manga series do you collect in physical form? We don't have time for Willie's list. Um, I mean, I don't have space, so I don't get a lot. But uh, Willie has a really awesome collection. You can head on over to the Omnibus Collectors YouTube page and you can check out the tours and all that stuff uh, for a really cool um, library tour. Uh, at the moment, I can tell you real quick, I'm physically getting the Berserk uh, hardcovers. We only have two more to go, so whatever. Uh, I'm, we're almost done with Beastars. I'm getting Blade of the Immortal the deluxe editions and we have like four more of that i think uh i'm happy to announce that i completed getting all of um black lagoon um i i found i i saw that they put back up uh six through nine that's what i was missing uh call the night uh i'm hopeful that next year we're gonna get Dragon Quest Adventure of Die Part 2 or whatever. Uh, I stopped getting Fist of the North Star. I don't know. I'll get back to it eventually. I have like four or five books of that. Uh, so stuff like that. I don't know. Uh, one Piece, I get the Omnibus Editions, the three-in-ones. Uh, I'm collecting Seven Deadly Sins for the first time. Uh, Spriggan. Yeah, stuff like that. Junji Ito books, Eni Osano books, when, whenever they put stuff out. 
new. I don't know. If I had space, I would go buck wild and I'd buy a ton of crap. But I don't. One day, hopefully. That's the dream. Uh, just saw that Right Stuff president and co-founder uh, Kleckner is leaving Right Stuff Crunchyroll. Saw that. Hopefully it doesn't affect the website too much and the sales and all that stuff. I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think it will because uh, he's not in control of that uh, hands-on. So He's probably been disconnected for a while. Like, right Stuff was founded like 30 years ago. So it's, it's as old as us, and that is so weird. It's right. Right stuff has been around longer than Amazon. That's something that people don't realize. Like, yep. right stuff has been actively. Uh, I I don't. I know before it was it was like a mail order catalog. Uh, uh, it says initially is a collector's friend Todd Furson launched Right Stuff initially as a shell company. To purchase telescopes at wholesale prices. At that point, the company's name was spelled the right stuff. A reference, a reference to the film of the same name. And then they renamed it to Right Stuff in 1987. That's my birth year. After the company acquired its first anime license, Astro Boy. Wow. Yeah, I remember the, the mail-in catalogs. I used to get them back in the day. I still have them, by the way. I had one that I, I guess... I had ordered some off of, uh, I, I don't know if I ordered off of Amazon when I was like in high school and it was like the first time that I had ordered manga instead of buying it in store. And they sent me the big old catalog and I'm guessing that I bought it through their Amazon store. I don't, I don't know if I bought from them. I don't even know how I got the catalogs, but it was always fun to look at. And it was kind of awkward because they had the little section inside for the hentai. I'm like, uh, because <laughs> I would look at it with uh, uh, my parents and all that stuff. I'm like, ah, that's kind of awkward. Let's not look at that part. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, like, because people, they'll add, like, I'll have people ask, is, is like, right stuff reputable? And I, I tell them, like, it's older than Amazon. Like, right stuff, like you said, they became right stuff in 87. Amazon started in 94. Yep. They've been oh, longer. They, they, do this stuff better than them. Speaking of old, um, I remember purchasing. This is this is wild, guys. I remember purchasing a a DVD of uh, Dragon Ball GT via, uh, or I or I paid for it with a money order transaction. Back when Amazon used to do that. I remember when Dragon Ball GT had not yet aired in the yeah. U.S., but it, it was uh, I, the preview disc of like the mm. first couple episodes yeah. was included with, I think it was the player's guide to the second Dragon Ball Z Game Boy Advance game. And I, I bought the, the player's guide because I wanted to watch those episodes of GT because prior... <laughs> All I had seen were random episodes in Japanese that aired on the international channel. Um, and so I bought it and I was it was it was dope. It wasn't the first two. It was it was like episodes from the baby saga. So it was random episodes. But it was it was good. Like I had a lot of fun with it and it leaves off at a cliffhanger. Where I was like, 
<laughs> oh, but <laughs> I'm sorry if there are people who like it, but I thought the the theme song to GT was so like just dorky. The <laughs> it's it's like, wild. I mean, it's not bad. It, it's not good. We're in twelve. I'm nostalgic over it because it's so silly. But I uh, the one piece rap. Remember that. Um, there's those old old dub theme songs that like just illustrate the entire story for you. So like if you're watching a random episode, you're like, oh, they're you know, like oh, the James Luffy's trying to go to the Grand Line. Okay. Uh, James bought all of GT on VHS. Wow. Sorry, you have to go the, through that. <laughs> I had a lot of the, the Dragon Ball Z tapes. They were, you know, the connecting spines for mm-hmm. each saga. And there was that one point where Cartoon Network had not yet started airing the post-Cell Games stuff, like the Great Saiyan, Other World yeah. Tournament. And the tapes were coming out faster at that point. So, like my friends and I would buy them and like, just pass them off to each other. Uh, Cause in middle school, like the, I mean, those tapes were like 25 bucks for like four episodes or 30 bucks for four episodes. So like one of us couldn't get all of them. Like we had to pass them off, but um, I passed it off to one dude. And like, I don't know what he said to this one girl in our class, but she like took the tape and threw it at him and it busted and, I was like, bro, you owe me like 20 bucks. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, I've still yet to check out GT. Everyone craps on. I, I recognize that it's not good, but I like it. I enjoy watching it. Uh, it has a, it has weak storylines and, and characters and villains or whatever, but it's a, yeah, it's a fun series. And I love the Super Saiyan 4 design that's one of my favorite transformations all right there's 64 episodes of gt this is what mm-hmm. i'm going to say there's 64 episodes of gt there is like what more than twice that many episodes of dragon ball super and like only maybe one arc of super is legitimately interesting to me and the rest of it is like tournaments and film adaptation exactly so like at the very least GT did a good job of introducing some like original concepts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there, there's not a tournament at all. Like oh. through the entire thing, if I'm not mistaken, there's not a single tournament. It starts off kind of. It starts it, with the black star ball hunting thing. Yeah. And that was, eh, there's a reason why they, they skipped that when airing it in the U S and they went straight yeah. to the like baby Vegeta, but like the yeah. baby Vegeta thing was cool. Yeah. Um, that was the only kind of tired trope is having Vegeta be a bad guy again for the third time, but they pushed it further than we did for like Majin Vegeta. Um, So it was cool to see like, you know, baby Vegeta as, cause it wasn't Vegeta. It was, it was baby. So, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and see him like transform into different forms and golden Uzaru and all that stuff. And then uh, the super 17 was a short, arc it was what it was and then you had the big arc with all the black star dragons the dragon stuff i really it. loved that was my favorite yeah and the finale was surprisingly uh emotional uh the final episode i really enjoyed when it's like a couple years in the future or something like that like yeah 20 years in the future or something i don't know also the animation 
is better than Super. It's oh, yes, yeah. it, it's it's still classic Toei animation. Yeah. So, uh, I have a question. Says Warren. I just saw on Barnes and Noble the Soul Eater hardcovers now labeled paperbacks. So is Square Enix going to stop making hardcovers? I had no idea that they were putting out paperbacks. I, I don't know. I don't. It's. I think. Right stuff still has uh, solicit right for hardcovers or not, or am I mistaken? Let me look at what they look faster than me. Uh, I have a million tabs open here. Um, uh, Soul Eater. By the way, did you get the Fire Force Omnibus? I did. It looks really good. It do. Like I, I, I decided to collect the anime instead because I really like how it looks. Um, <laughs> but I saw the omnibus. I'm like, damn, I kind of want to get the Omni and start collecting that series again. So they have uh, up to volume 10, which is the next one uh, that I saw. Google Square Enix. That's not going to pull up anything. Jesus. Uh, Soul Eater. I'm going to look up Soul Eater Perfect on Amazon, see what they show. They might, there might just not be a solicit beyond 10 right now because 10 doesn't come out until March. Mm. There's 11. Uh, 11 is also listed as a hardcover for release in July. And I think that's the latest one. Let me sort by uh, newest arrivals. Yeah, so eleven is the furthest out that they have right now, and it's still a it's still a hardcover. But keep in mind, like Yen Press is still publishing the paperbacks. Yeah, like so, if you see a paperback, it might be the ones that Yen Press are putting out. They even still advertise. Like I saw on their TikTok account, they were talking about like, uh, I think it was for like spooky books, is what they were saying, and they're like, of course we have the classic shonen soul eater and they went over and showed all the paperbacks and they kept kept scrolling like going by and it still had the hardcovers too so like they're still advertising the hardcovers even though they're not published by yen press does the fire force anime and or manga have the excessive fan service i think it's mostly one character and i'm forgetting her name the cat lady with the power the superpowers for some reason, she was reduced to a trope of losing a lot of her uh, clothing in fights. So there's the... the three oh, you already ones. got it? Yeah. Oh, I thought it hadn't arrived. That is sexy. I love it. Love yeah, because the, the, the single volume spines are rather plain. It's mm -hmm. just like red and white with text. Yeah. So it's nice to have it with like a character and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, they're good, good quality, good, nice spine that doesn't yeah. crease unless... Is it like a, it looks like the Seven Deadly Sins version. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, same, same glossy cover. Um, honestly, if you're reading one of these and you crease the spine, you have to be doing that on purpose. <laughs> I, I don't see how people, like, people have to be like, just... <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, it, well, I, I hmm, I'm not gonna say too much. I don't want to offend some people, 
but I could see that happening to a lot of readers out there. Uh, but does it have excessive fan service? It, it it does to an extent, but I can look past it. I don't mind that stuff. And Soul Eater does. Soul Eater has a lot more than Fire Force from what I've read and seen so far. Because I haven't read the finale yet. And I'm on whatever the anime aired, which is season two. Uh, but I think David Production... Was it David Production? Yeah, David Production. Uh, famous for uh, JoJo anime. Uh, they do Fire Force as well, and they knock it out of the park. I love that anime. They are also... They're doing Undead Unluck next year. Yes, that's true. And uh, Studio Mappa got One Punch Man, season three. Did Mappa do the first season? No. <laughs> season <laughs> one was Madhouse. Season oh. two was JC Staff, and now season three is Mappa. Because so I know season two, like I didn't, I didn't watch it, but I know everyone just completely crapped on it. Yeah, because everybody got into uh, One Punch Man. Yeah, because of Madhouse and how insane that looked, and then JC Staff, which is totally different. They're mostly known for like rom coms and etchy stuff. Now they're doing that, and people were so pissed off. And now Mappa's doing it, so Let's I go. hope season four is by another studio just for the hell of it. <laughs> yeah. There, um, what was I just thinking? So on David Production, I was looking at stuff uh, recently because, uh, you know, to do with nothing really that we're talking about now, but Stone Ocean wrapped, and now we're in the interim between Stone Ocean and Steel Ball Run, and I don't know if I've talked about it here. I probably have, but like. There's so much just like dumb misinformation that people like to talk about when it comes to uh, Steel Ball Run. One of the things being about like someone said it's impossible to animate because of the horses. That's dumb. When that literally I, I found the, the it's not even a quote. It's a paraphrase of what an animator said at a panel. And it was paraphrased. And basically he just said, uh, if we do get to do part seven, which at the time it was it was when like part five was happening and they didn't even they were using conditionals about stone ocean they were saying if we get to do part six if we get to do stone ocean but he said if we also get to do uh steel ball run it is going to be uh going to be difficult so it will take a lot of time and it will take a lot of money because so much of the early action is with the horse race and someone asked about uh will you use cg and they said no uh, we don't want to use CG animation mostly because it doesn't match with what we've been doing for the previous parts of the franchise already. And we want the animation to match up. So it would take even longer because they're not going to like, they don't want to use CG. That doesn't mean that they absolutely won't. It just means that that animator in particular doesn't want to, but anyway, yeah. so that was that misinformation, but I made a video on TikTok about that. And so many comments, there were people because I was saying how the breaks between each part get mm -hmm. longer and longer and longer. And so that we can probably expect that the break between part six and seven be longer than the previous one. And I'm estimating between uh, two and a half to three years is how long we're going to wait until we actually see this uh, steel ball run anime. And a lot of people were commenting saying like, well, the only reason the previous break was so long was because of COVID. But, like, that is such an easy thing to, like, say yeah. is not correct because you can literally just go and look at David Production and what they were putting out 
And throughout 2019, 2020, 2021, solid. They had so many series that they were putting out and Fire Force being uh, season two of Fire Force being one of them. So it's like, that's that's not even true. And now it's going to be a long break. And part of that is they have, they're getting, you know, more work. They're becoming a bigger studio, getting more work. Now they have Undead Unluck, which is going to be longer, multiple season likely. Uh, mm -hmm. They're eventually going to put out the third season of Fire Force. Uh, and they're currently doing Ursae Yatsura, which is going to run like into probably half yeah. 2023 yeah it's gonna the first season is gonna be 20 something episodes because i it said on there it's supposed to be a total of like 46 so anyway yeah. david production be doing a lot and <laughs> with all of that and how much work it'll take to get steel ball run done i i am pretty confident in saying that it's probably going to take a few years but uh it's not impossible we could get a huge surprise and then be like it's coming out soon I don't like right now, a couple yeah. five months from now. I don't think it will. And if they did do that, like I would be worried that the quality would just not be good. Yeah. And before anyone else says it, like, yeah, we'd have to hope that it can be released weekly instead of dropped in batches on Netflix. I, I don't like Netflix anime at all, and I hate binging anime that way. Do the weekly release and people will tune in and watch it. Like Look it's, it. yeah, it, it it kills the the longevity of the hype. Yep. Like if if they released it like Stone Ocean, if it were released over the course of you know a year throughout mm -hmm. the entirety of 2021, people would have been talking about it week after week after week. Oh yeah, yeah. But instead, we had like December 2021, and then what was it like September or October when batch two dropped and then last week batch three dropped and, and like, I mean, look at the bleach, uh, the new, the new anime, uh, they get the hashtag going like bleach Mondays, every Monday yeah. and people get hyped. That's the way to do it. But uh, they're just so focused on the binging mentality. I, I don't like it. I've never liked Netflix. Chainsaw Tuesdays, Bleach Mondays. Yeah. I, um, I I talked to um some people in the in the industry and yeah. was telling them specifically, like, because I said something about Netflix, like negative, like I in a negative tone. And they were like, is Netflix not um not good? And uh I was like, well, a lot of consumers over here. Um, cause they're, uh, people from Japan. I was like, a lot of consumers over here have problems with the Netflix, uh, uh, the, the way that they drop stuff and the, 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 the batch releases. Mm -hmm. And I, I mentioned that I said that it kind of ruins the hype. So like if it can be helped, like it, it's better to have the stuff get a weekly release. It's, it's better for, uh, cause you like, you just think about like, how many times there's been a series that you haven't been watching since the beginning and say like five, six weeks go by where people are hyping it up and eventually you're like, all right, I got to get in on this. Cause every mm -hmm. single week you have people around you who are like, Oh man, bleach thousand year blood war is peak. Bleach thousand year blood war is awesome. Bleach yeah. thousand and every single week. And then eventually you're like, okay, I got to get in on this. Like y'all keep hyping it up. I got to get in. But when it all drops at once, 
like JoJo's uh, Stone Ocean Part Three. You get that hype for like one day. Yeah, it dropped on a Friday. So imagine like if it's if it's like at school or at the office or something that you get people talking about it every week, then you're around it every week and you want to go do it. But if it's like one weekend, it drops on a Friday, then you come back to work or come back to school on a, on a Monday. And like, is anyone even talking about it? I don't know. Cause everyone probably watched it Friday. Like mm-hmm. I did. I, I last Friday when the new Jojo's part came up, I watched all 12 episodes that morning, like before doing anything else with my day, I just, while I was working, it was on the background. And then afterwards, I've seen a couple people talk about it on Twitter, but like, and that was it. <laughs> I went onto my my uh, the little group chat Discord server, and all I said was like, "Well, if any of y'all want to get into JoJo's, it's a good time because all six parts of the original like JoStar yeah. family story is available." I I'm mad because since I don't do Netflix, I don't think we're gonna get that collected on, on Blu-ray anytime soon. So as a as a Blu-ray collector, I'm mad because yeah. Has there not been an example of a Netflix series that got a Blu-ray before? Uh, B Stars doesn't have one. Um, Seventh Deadly Sins held out for a few, and then Funimation started doing the Blu-rays. Seven Seeds wasn't that a Netflix original? Seven seeds, seven seeds, seven seeds. I think so. Because that, that has a Blu-ray from Sentai. Yeah. I just I, I think that with the popularity of the franchise and the fact that Viz is the one who like distributes the releases, mm-hmm. I think that it it's likely like they don't want to leave money on the table. Like I, I think that they'll put something out. I would hope. And I'm I might be speaking more in being hopeful yeah imagine if steel ball run isn't on netflix only for disney plus to pick it up <laughs> it'd be a uh, higher production value i'll tell you that much yeah uh, a couple of questions before we're gonna go over the top 20 real quick because it's it's mostly for laughs because it's going to be a bunch of uh volumes from a particular series so i don't want to ruin it but um you, the check can already guess it uh, did you both watch the Knights of the Zodiac live action teaser? It doesn't yeah. look it doesn't look bad. That's all right. I want to check it out. I yeah, know it's not, I also got the Knights of the Zodiac classic movie collection, so I'll just watch these. Yeah, I don't know. It, I don't. It just doesn't. Okay, you know uh, what was it when the Beast uh, Beast Wars trailer hit? And yeah. you were like, we we both kind of had the same sentiment where it was like, it's Beast Wars, but it doesn't have the right vibe. Like it, it's, it, yeah, it yeah, looks yeah, yeah. like it, but it doesn't feel like it. That's kind of how I feel with like Knights of Zodiac. Like it, it has the the cloths and stuff mm-hmm. and they look good, but it doesn't like the vibe of it doesn't see. You know what it feels like is the newest Mortal Kombat movie. I can see that. That's, that's yeah. the vibe that it has, precisely. <laughs> uh, the Beast Wars stuff, I was disappointed because I was in the, the assumption that they were done with the Transformers stuff and they wanted to try yeah. something new and do a Beast Wars adaptation, not do Transformers featuring the Beast Wars uh, Maximals. Like, ah, come on, guys. 
Like the Beast Wars was cool because it was so separate from the original series and you didn't have to know anything about the franchise to enjoy yep. it because it yep. literally took place on a different planet with different type of tech, with different everything. Yep. And just tying it into the OG Transformers is kind of weak. And like you said, it seemed like we were done with all of that. Like we were done with, with Optimus and Megatron and, and those those transformers yeah um and we're ready to move on especially after they came out with the bumblebee movie which was great yep and, and that was kind of a step into another di direction with the franchise on film oh well i think it's going to be like the um, the one with um uh, grimlock uh i don't know the name of the movie or something like that age of extinction let me see i have the yeah Transformers Age of Extinction. I think the new movie is going to be like that, where you get like 15 minutes of uh, Beast Wars, and that's it. <laughs> and the rest is just regular Optimus fighting against other bad guys. I don't know. Uh, I have zero Gundam exposure. Would the origin hardcovers be a good start? Yes, definitely. Check those out. And if you like it, uh, jump into the anime. If you don't want to spend as much money, you could also uh, get Mobile Suit Gundam, the movie trilogy. Yep. And this, this is a good place to start. But, like, honestly, a lot of Gundam stuff, you, you can start because there's, there's different continuities. And there are a lot of stories that kind of stay on their own. So if you just want to try something out, like... You could jump into Wing. You could jump into Seed. You could jump into... Hello, uh, uh, HMS team and yeah. and uh, Iron Blooded Orphans. That's another good one because I think HMS team is part of the original. Yeah, that's Universal right. Century. Yeah, but it kind of stands on its own mm -hmm. as something that people watch on its own. Uh, Iron Blooded Orphan, like you said, Thunderbolt. I think is another one that, and Thunderbolt has a manga. Is I think that's one of the only ones that was originally a manga, and then it was got a manga, and now it got adapted. Yep. So <laughs> Ajin got a Blu-ray release, by the way. That's true. I don't like the Ajin anime at all. I tried to watch it because someone recommended it to me, and I, I tried to watch it after I had read some of the manga, and I, oh. I watched, like, I literally watched five minutes, and I stopped. A friend recommended it to me. I, I had no idea what Ajin was. I'm like, this is not good. And then I read a random chapter of the manga. I'm like, I'd rather read it instead. I'm not going to watch it. It's so the manga is a lot of fun. Yeah. Is Copra Image comic good? I just got the hardcover like I last. So okay. I haven't, but uh, Michelle Fife, I believe, since he spells it that way, I believe it's Michelle, not Michael, but uh, his work is phenomenal. For a minute, I swear I thought you were going to talk about Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer? I'm like, what? She's <laughs> the queen in the superhero movies. The staff should focus on more Konosuba. Yes. There is a new Konosuba anime spinoff coming out, so I'm excited for that. Okay, let's knock this out because uh, uh, we're already past the hour. Uh, top 20 books. You know the drill. Uh, get ready to be, be uh, surprised, shocked, or maybe disappointed. Who knows? Top 20 books for November 2022 over here by the NPD group Bookscan. At number 20, we got Kaiju number 8, 
Volume 4. All right. Kaiju representation. There we go. Number 19 goes to One Punch Man Volume 24. I think that one came out in November, so... Yeah. Number 18, Chainsaw Man Volume 11. I wonder why. <laughs> Chainsaw Man. <laughs> Number 17, Jujutsu Kaisen Volume 0. Number 16, Spy Family Volume 8. Number 15, Chainsaw Man Volume 10. Mm-hmm. Volume 14, or sorry, number 14, Jujutsu Kaisen Volume 1. Makes sense. It's the first one. 13, My Hero Academia Volume 1. That jumped back into the top 20. Number 12, you got Chainsaw Man Volume 7. Number 11, Chainsaw Man Volume 9. Uh, number 10, Chainsaw Man Volume 5. My Hero Academia, Volume 32, at number 9. Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba, Volume 2. That's random. Uh, Lore Olympus was number 1 last time. Now it plummeted to number 7. Number 6, Chainsaw Man, Volume 4. Number 5, Demon Slayer, Volume 1. Chainsaw Man, Volume 3, sitting at number 4. Uh, volume three, Shuna's Journey. Hey. This, this surprised me. This is awesome. Uh, wonderful book. Miyazaki, that is a beautiful, beautiful hardcover. Full color painted art yep. all the way through. Number two, Chainsaw Man, Volume 2. That's uh, pretty uh, cool karma right there. And number one, you guessed it, Chainsaw Man, Volume yeah. 1. <laughs> okay, so we got one, two, three, four, five. Nine, seven, ten, and eleven. So we're missing Almost. eight and six. six. Yeah, that's it. Eight and six. Yeah. Eleven, wow. seven, nine. Almost all of Chainsaw Man in the top twenty spot, and you know it's because of the anime. It, it's also once again, every time I say it, I'll say it again. These are all books that you can find at target and walmart i look i go to target and walmart each at least once a week every week and i look at their sections even though there's literally nothing that i don't already have and every single one of these books are at uh yeah are are at at those stores (laughs) Uh, expect to get it right (laughs) uh also walgreens sells a lot of these books and uh there was another store Sam's Club sometimes carry uh, manga as well. So they feature a lot of these books too. I don't know how these uh, will factor into the sales numbers, but you also have the uh, retailer exclusive box sets that have come out just in time for the holidays. Mm, um, cool. Books a Million has one through four of Chainsaw Man. Uh, what's it called? Barnes and Noble is one through four of Jujutsu Kaisen. Target has one through four of Comey. Comey, yeah. Which Comey didn't make it on, but I've I think we've seen Comey on there before. Yeah. And then uh, Walmart has like a sample pack of of My Hero that has volumes one of My Hero, Vigilantes, uh, the Team Up Missions, and Smash, which is the like four coma series. Yo, wait a minute! Actual sales numbers? What the hell? Actually, oh, I can't. I can't. Continue reading. I got to subscribe. No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> so technically, we could find out that information. I'm not going to do it right now, but if I subscribe, I can look at the actual sales. That's interesting. So maybe maybe next month. Next month. Yeah, I'll figure something out. 
But that's cool to see Shuna's journey. Kind of weird. I would have liked to have seen Chainsaw Man Volume 3 be at number 3 and number 4 at actually number 4. But I'm excited that it got in there. First, second book. I made the comment on my channel. I had no idea it was first, second that was handling the book. I just saw Shuna's journey, Miyazaki. I'll just get it. Like day one. And when I got it, I'm like, oh, look at that. It's first, second. Cool. Good for them. Who's Is first, second part of... Uh, another. They they do all the indie books, um, like um, this one summer and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I was trying to see. No, I, I was I was confusing it with something else. There, IDW has a, an imprint that's. Uh, it's not first second. It's something else. Uh shoot! I had a book once by that imprint from IDW, but yeah, I know what you mean. A little logo at the bottom that kind of yeah. looks like a like an olive. ID olive W. I don't think that's an olive, but it, to me, it looks like an olive with like the pimento. Where's the comic in the list? People better start buying comics and tweeting about how good they are. Uh, they're not on here. I mean, that, I can... that was the list for all graphic novels, right? All graphic novels. Okay, because last month we had Saga on there. Saga and Lore Olympus, which is a graphic novel, too. And then, uh, like two months ago, there was also Sandman. Sandman, yeah, it's been on there a couple times. So, obviously, like Sandman off the hype of the show, which is getting a second season, yep. and Saga because the new volume after like several years. Uh, this one is a uh, wait, what is this? Uh, uh, manga superhero graphic novels. So you can sort of see it right there. Anyways, yeah, more of the same, but I'd like pointing it out for people. Manga is doing pretty well, especially now on Target and Walmart, stuff like that. Um, let's see. So that's about it. We got nothing else on the agenda. Uh, next week, uh, we're going to talk about uh, Modi King, right? Uh, I'm going to have that? make sure that Colleen's aware so that we yeah. can all be ready and it's not just sprung up. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to go. I still remember most of it. I'll go through some of the chapters to refresh my memory, but I'm, I think yeah. I'm Yeah, I'm going to, I'll probably do the same, uh, but that'll be fun because I really. Like I gave Mori King a shout out in my my video from this week, the December, uh, yeah, <clears throat> buyer's guide. Yeah, because I I was talking about Red Hood, um, and I mentioned like oh okay, I I said something about like you know when it was solicited, a lot of people were kind of confused because it's not that common that we get a um a discontinued title released physically from from uh the shonen jump magazine usually when we do have it it's because it's a familiar creator like zombie powder gunblaze west stuff like that um what's the one that's coming up like trista or something Tista. Uh, i think it's called yeah. tista from the creator of spy family yep so those are familiar names um and it's not often that we get one of these uh, barrage is another one before someone mentions it I win. I said it first. Um, <laughs> but these are like familiar names that we know, creators that we know, and they put these these books out, even though they were discontinued titles. 
but um, this was not from a familiar creator. They, they were an assistant to Horikoshi, but that was the most. But the the response to it from Western audiences was so overwhelmingly positive. Um, that might not be the right word. There's a lot of people that didn't really care that much about it, but there was a lot of people who really loved it, like in the West more so than in in Japan, from what I can see. So it, it was it made sense that that Viz would try to capitalize off of that. And I said, um, but if they were going to do others, I would have really loved to have seen stuff like Phantom Seer or Hard Boiled Cop and Dolphin or Mori King because I yeah. love all of those series. Awesome. Here's the, the uh, everybody that watches the stream, they're all subscribed, but I'm going to show it off anyways. Your, um, if I can find the, the hell, what did I do with the link? There it is. So we're talking about this video, your latest video right here, Manga Buyer's Guide, December 2022. Look how nice, I, my, I'm going to toot my own horn about that thumbnail. That's a pretty sick thumbnail. I, I did really well to have the faces kind of like, you know, like they were, they were looking opposite directions and coming in towards yeah. the one. That, it has um, nice symmetry. Yeah, and it was, it was a lot easier to do with that one than the previous one. Um, and it was only 38 minutes, even though I did a full, like, eight minutes of showing off toys that I had opened up. Nice. The, uh, the ones you told me about, the Meyer Academia? Yeah. I nice. finally got to, to open those and show those off. Uh, so that's fun. I'm glad about that. There you go. Cool, cool. Uh, everybody, all the books and random stuff that we talked about tonight, when it comes to manga, you got to check out InStockTrades.com, your home for all things collected editions. Get your omnibus, trade paperbacks, hardcovers, manga, box sets, and so much more, up to 50% off, sometimes even more than that. Orders of $50 or more gets you free shipping, and if you order on a week-by-week -week basis, you get that sweet loyalty discount, adding an extra 2% discount to your order. Fantastic customer service, wonderful packaging, great shipping. That's InStockTrades.com, the official sponsor of Omni Bros Live here on the Omnibus Collectors Network. Shout out to IST. Let me remind you that even though we're still early in December, on the 26th, the day after Christmas, uh, we're going to, it's the final Monday of the year. We're going to give away a gift card valued at 50 bucks, courtesy of InStock Trades. Anybody can participate. You just got to tune in and chat with us on that stream. And uh, if you're concerned about the possibility of, you know, the, the owner of Right Stuff leaving, don't worry. Uh, the owners of InStock Trades are staying right what they are. Exactly. Cameron and Christina are, <laughs> are still there. <laughs> They're still there after so many years. Still uh, doing good stuff. I'm sure they're a little bit younger than the the owner of Right Stuff also, because with yeah. that company being around for 30 years, I would imagine that he's probably close to retirement age anyway. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, saying get Fist of the North Star is also good read. Yeah, definitely. Fist of the North Star is fantastic. I just need to catch up. And luckily, it's not a manga that the newer generation is dying to get. And if you go to most websites, uh, I think all volumes are in stock. Um, maybe not on the Bezos website, but like write stuff and whatnot. Uh, so I'm in no rush to catch up. I have like four books of that. 
uh, but it's good stuff. Great show. Much love, Manga Hugs. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Hayden. We're going to be back uh, next Monday for uh, Hall's Previous Reads, and then uh, Wednesday with a comic book-themed episode, and then Thursday, a manga discussion topical thingamajig. So thank you, everybody. Like, comment, subscribe, share the video if you like it. And look at that, dropping in the heat. I, I, but I, I just got them. They just oh, came that's in. Sick. Uh, I got three pairs from the – there's the Nico Robin ones. And then the Namis are, in, in, uh, are put away right now. That's awesome. So these are really cool. custom ones. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I just you could have I could have customized the colors and stuff, however, but I was just like, mm -hmm. I want to just get black ones that I can literally just wear with everything, but it has all the Jolly Rogers on it. That's super cool. Uh, where can people find you on the internet, Willie Dustus? The Omnibus Collector on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and Omni Collector on Twitter. There you go. Everything. <laughs> Uh, my thing, my handles, social media handles, bruh. Uh, a week in geek them on YouTube where I talk about anime and manga. I should have a couple videos next week. And, um, what else? I'm on Twitter, I'm on uh, TikTok, uh, all that stuff. But subscribe to my YouTube channel. That's the, that's the main one, that's the most important one. Uh, so thank you, everybody. Thank you to the chat. You guys are great, as always. Uh, blessings to all. Stay safe out there. Catch you on the next stream. Bye. Bye. There we go. Bye, everybody. <laughs>